How do you do? The Box Office Pulp Board feels it would be a little unkind to present this podcast without just a word of friendly warning. We're about to unfold a cinematic commentary track, made by a group of men who sought to create a podcast after their own ravings, without reckoning upon God. It is one of the strangest tales ever told. It deals with three great mysteries of the internet, analysis, observation, and deconstruction. I think it will thrill you. It may shock you. It might even horrify you. So if any of you feel you'd not care to subject your nerves to such a strain, now's your chance to... Well, we've warned you. Now, to pause and refresh. For your convenience, we have an attractive refreshment stand in the lobby, with buttered popcorn, golden good and hot from the popper, your favorite candies, wholesome and rich, plus delicious Dr. Pepper, so bright and bracing with a tang and tingle unmatched by any other beverage. Enjoy an ice-cold Dr. Pepper at our beverage stand right now, and then return to fully appreciate this bop and a movie commentary track. Enjoy. Your days of scaring people on Highway 13 are over, Haunted Scarecrow. Or should we call you... Regular Scarecrow. Whoa, I guess you should. Aren't you sweaty in there? So my friend who, who is getting his like physics degree, graduate degree, uh, he invited me to be part of his fantasy football league. <laughs> With all of his friends out that he's graduating <laughs> with in California, so I now feel we're like all that's buzzed. unfair. We the, just the, talk the of, physics dude is going to pick a way better roster than you are. I am getting my ass kicked. It's not even close. Uh, so we we all watch football games together and play uh, Among Us. It's it's great. I, I have science friends now. I'm the idiot of the group. It's it's not even close. They're all very smart people and nice. It's terrible. I have nothing to complain about them. Is this the same science friend who calculated the Tower of Pumpkins for you? Uh, probably. I mean, I only have so many science friends. I don't have like a lot to pick from. Also, his his fiance is uh, she's getting her graduate degree for psychology. So like I have my own Dr. Lecter, I think, on one hand and my own. I I, I don't know. Uh, just pick a famous scientist. and We'll say he's that on the other side. It's great. I, I have an entire fucking rogues gallery of villains I can hang out with. Pretty much, I'm really yeah. I'm that you couldn't name a famous scientist. <laughs> I was really gasped, grassman straws. I'm, uh, oof. Sir Isaac Einstein. <laughs> that, <laughs> we'll go with that. I was trying to think of one from a movie. I'm like, yeah, but all those guys really just seem like they're shitty at their jobs, not like great scientists. <laughs> Hannibal Lecter actually seems like he knows a few things about psychology. He just chooses not to really use them the way he should. He knows enough about psychology to use it incorrectly. That's the true sign of a master. I th- yeah, exactly. That's it. It's like, okay, Cormac McCarthy's allowed to write shitty because he understands how to write correctly. He just doesn't want to. That's as good of a description of Cormac McCarthy I've ever heard. <laughs> Watching the most intelligent man in the world go, mm, he ate the beans and the beans were good. <laughs> no quotation marks. The beans are the ones talking. Uh, can we have a Cody's science corner where you just try to pass off the uh, answers of your friends <laughs> as your own? It's like, ooh, I'll be right back with the answer to that question. Just loud, foleyed footsteps as you run. I'll be right back. No, the only way this works is if I have the question like two weeks ahead of time. It turns out science is slow. Goddamn science. This is why people prefer magic. They gotta like do shit and then check the numbers and run it like three times to figure out if they're right or not. 
That's the nice thing about being a bullshit artist. I can just spit it out and say that's good enough forever. I found out an interesting fact recently. Einstein at one point um, attempted to build a better fridge. Did he succeed? He made the microwave. Uh, they all didn't really work out, but a lot of his technology was utilized for other things. This is back when a refrigerator could possibly kill you because Freon wasn't invented yet. I was about to say, I'd like to imagine all the things they did with his knowledge was like, we invented waterboarding. Thank you, Einstein. (laughs) (laughs) Why does this happen every time? Einstein's just torturing beer to make it cold enough. (laughs) Why won't you release your heat? Isn't that what every refrigerator is? Just torturing your food into giving up its heat? I think, again, I'm not the science guy. Uh, I didn't even get to the best part, though. He To do this, he teamed up with the dude who invented, like, the nuclear chain reaction. There were no survivors. I, and I found out during this discovery that was invented out of spite because he heard some other scientist after, like, this is, like, immediately after the atom was split, say that, like, no, that's that's completely impossible. Like, you you can't get any kind of reaction. It just, you split the one atom and that's it. And this dude got so incensed that he just went out and walked in the rain for hours until he figured it out. (laughs) (laughs) The discomfort will motivate me. Meanwhile, we're about to watch a fucking Scooby-Doo movie. That's all I could think. It's like, uh, some men stand out and stare at the rain until they figure out how to split the atom. Some people fuck with their audio options until they can get a podcast recorded. I like to think that that's our splitting of the atom bomb. Every episode of Box Office Pulp is a tiny I am become death destroyer of worlds. It's like rain on your fusion day. Is this why Cody's dressed as Vishnu? That seems culturally insensitive. I'm not trying to steal any culture. I'm just trying to be comfy. I am blue and I have many arms. It's because I can't get this piece of chicken down my throat and I live alone, so no one will help me with a little pat on the back. And I occasionally have an elephant head. Vishnu has uh, cartoon adventures, I've discovered, like um, entire like animated children's films. It's fucking weird. See, Jamie, it was never me who got us off track. It was always Mike. (laughs) We didn't have these problems on Tremors. We got down to fucking business. I haven't been here in a while. Fuck you. (laughs) Uh, Mike has to tell us details he's learned from his job, Cody. This is shop talk. Jamie, listen to this. This is clearly a missionary pitch. He's trying to tell us about Vishnu. He's trying to sell us religion. <laughs> Did you know there are cartoon oh, adventures of note, Vishnu? Listen, you have to come and you have to give yourself to Vishnu because otherwise Tom Hanks will kidnap your child and take out the adrenaline from the child and utilize it as a drug. Mike, you assume one, I would give a shit if someone kidnapped my kid and took the adrenaline out of him. And two, wouldn't that actually be a good operation? Isn't less adrenaline in a kid a good thing? Won't they simmer down a little? <laughs> oh, you just sound like the evil headmaster who's like, oh, you come to me with your outrage when I am helping these boys. Mellow kids, man. That's what problem, we all Cody. want. Mellow See, Cody, kids. You are the problem. Is you, you make these arguments and then these people who believe these things are put into a corner where they then have to extrapolate further. <laughs> And it just it just ups the ante of utter insanity. I'm sure at that point it's like, well, no, the child dies and then is stuffed full of uh, expensive furs to be used as some kind of inanimate sex doll. Mike, that's not how taxidermy works. It's not even close to how taxidermy works. It is when you're a Luciferian. Well, there's there's like a mold they put underneath. I'm sure they just probably like mold in a vagina or something. To mold a, a vagina into a dead child. 
Well, it's not the kit itself. There's a mold, and then they stretch the skin over the mold. That's how you get a taxidermy. You've looked into this. Well, my neighbors were taxidermists. Cody, have you taxidermied, like, a, a, a wolverine and then put, like, a vagina on its chest? No, this is more idle supposition. But I have a general idea how taxidermy works. Is that not a thing you guys grew up I, with in your towns? Like, you just didn't learn, like... I've done taxidermy. Well, then you should know better, Mike. You're talking about putting rotting flesh together for some reason? What sense does that make? It's not for display. It's for sexual pleasure, Cody. Well, you want it to last, don't you? They don't make fleshlights out of real flesh. Because it's that decadent. They're celebrities. It's Hollywood. You just, you fuck the dead kid stuff with furs, expensive decadent furs, and then you throw it away. That's part of the the message, That's the appeal. It's my turn. Mike, you sound like you know a lot about this. (laughs) Now that's what that feels like. Were we doing a podcast today? Yeah, do you want to start? You're the one who said we have to start right away, and then you delayed us for a half hour talking about corpse fucking. I've been gone. Man, we are a lean, mean, tremor machine when you're not here. <laughs> I say with that episode we had to record on Audacity because I couldn't figure out how my own recorder worked. <laughs> That's right. Besides the technical glitches, we got down to business. Besides the part that didn't work, the episode went fine. <laughs> yeah, no, it went great. Smooth as butter. I think that Anyways, just says you you two don't like each other's company. I think my computer doesn't like Jamie's computer, but I don't know. That's like having a pet Terminator and it trying to kill like it. you know your friend Sarah Connor. Like it's expected. Doesn't mean you're hating Sarah Connor. Just your your laptop does. Oh no, isn't that like having a racist dog at that point? Can I don't know. Well, robots, oh, I guess, dog. can be racist. I mean, they're they're programmed with bad algorithm algorithms. I mean, if they're programmed to be racist but i mean really aren't we all programmed to be racist by the system whoa man it's getting too heavy for me the worst part about this intro oh, is it's gonna be as long as the <laughs> stupid movie we're about to watch folks welcome to box office pulp i'm taking the reins baby folks welcome to box office pulp your one-stop podcast for movies madness and moxie i'm your host cody joining me today we have the actual works uh say hello to our returning friend Mr. Mike, Mike, say hello to everyone. They forgot the sound of your voice. Jesus Are Christ, you just... ever terrified of Dino Mutt just getting hit by a car and then f- being just thrown into a billion pieces? No, that happens to him all the time. He just reassembles himself. That's like his deal. But it would be so sad. Like, imagine a, a, like a minivan filled with kids on, on their way to Pee Wee football hitting Dino Mutt. All of his pieces fly everywhere across the road they break the windshield it's his head embeds itself into the windshield they're screaming you can't find his foot it's smashed to a million pieces i mean I it's think- like robocop and robocop 2 when he gets thrown out of the limousine he's just twitching at that point you have to kill dino mutt right mike you know nothing of dino mutt he would just reassemble himself he's like he, he's not liquid metal but it's close enough he'd put all of his pieces back together you can't kill him you can't we've tried you can't kill dino mutt Holy shit, I did not know Cody was, like, so passionate about goddamn Dino Mutt. I'm glad I've come back for this. Hi, folks, it's me, it's Mike. I, I'm I'm happy to be here again. Dino Mutt haunts me. Or am I? Probably not. And Jamie, you're always here, so they know you, but say hello anyways. Uh, Cody, I don't know if we should talk about this after the show or address it now, but I think Mike, too, is starting to have visions of his death. 
Yeah, I'm getting a lot of that. That's fine. I'm pretty sure Mike One was getting it at the end of his career anyways. I don't understand. They told me it would be a complete system wipe. Could we put fridge magnets on? Would that like make him forget parts of things? Oh, I mean, at the very least, I think I'd be more fashionable. Also, I'm very sad. I thought you were going with a reference to what was that? Robert? Was it like a Robert De Niro horror movie or what was it with the with the clone child? (laughs) Oh, is that the ending to that one? What I like is you could be talking about like seven movies Robert De Niro made in the 2000s. No, That's no, are you, are you talking the one with like Dakota Fanning? That was yes, hide and yes. Se- no, that was hide and seek. That the plot of that yeah. one was he killed the he killed his own wife. Oh. And he was the imaginary friend. Because that's when every movie was, you stole my story. I really hold on. I oh like how you somehow you've spoiled. You've spoiled two De Niro films for me now, because I haven't seen either of these. <laughs> you could tell from the trailer. I had a pretty good idea from the trailer. Mike, you Folks. just spoiled Orphan for me. Thanks. Thanks a lot. I was looking forward to watching that in another 10 years. What was the name of the one with the fucking kid clone? I, Mike, you the might be making that one clone. up. I don't. I really, I'm not I don't making a kid clone movie up. I swear to God. Uh, folks at home, message Mike if you figure out what the hell he's talking about, or if he's just like on some sort of mega steroid that's making him imagine things. Just, just. I've been gone a long time. Godsend. The movie is called Godsend. There wow. we go. <laughs> Thank you. Wow, 2004. So like right around the time, <laughs> hide and seek. There, there was a weird period of times where don't leave Robert De Niro with your kid was a subgenre. It's more of a warning than anything else. Or De Niro. Um, back into Frankenstein shape. <laughs> Why are you making it so hard to segue into Big Ass Pumpkin Day? I don't... <laughs> oh, it's Big Ass Pumpkin Day? Big Ass, yes. It is, in fact, <laughs> the best holiday of the year. <laughs> Folks, it's Big Ass, Big Ass Pumpkin Day. Now, for those of you who were new to this holiday, there, there's not much to say. Uh, we just decided Halloween ain't enough. What if we had a pre-Halloween to celebrate Big ass pumpkins, finding them, admiring them, fondling them, carving them, scooping out the guts, making spooky faces, maybe drawing on with a marker, whatever your style is. Big ass pumpkins. It's what we're about. <laughs> I love that 2020 has been so rough on us that we're just dropping in big ass pumpkin day without any controversy. Like, no, no, it's it's the 14th. Let's just let's just get this over. <laughs> whatever day you listen There's to no it, folks. the thought. Look, time is an illusion. I've learned that this year. Time doesn't exist. It's always Big Ass Pumpkin Day. It's never Big Ass Pumpkin Day. It's both the same time. I don't know. I think I work tomorrow. I think I've always worked. Big Ass, Big Ass Pumpkin Day. We've known about this, Mike. We sing that as a round. A round is just repeating over and over. Time is a flat circle. Look, you celebrate Big Ass Pumpkin Day whenever you want. Just wear a fucking mask. That's all I'm asking. That's all I'm asking. You're right. Wear your goddamn masks. A pumpkin mask, if possible. Just have pumpkins on it. Carve your own face. I don't give a shit. Oh, God. We, one of us needs to start going to the supermarket once a week as Dancing Pumpkin Man from Tumblr. You would not be violating a single rule. If anything, you'd be more responsible than the other people there. It's true. Oh, I do have that vintage uh, Pumpkin Man mask from Spirit of Halloween now. So. Oh, there you go. And a use for it. It would offer me no protection from the deadly, deadly pandemic that's happening. Oh, not at all. But that's half the fun. It's the danger of it. Right. Anyways, folks, uh, if you got a pumpkin, why not carve along with us as we watch the movie? Typically, one of us would carve a pumpkin, but I'm pretty sure none of us have a pumpkin. I have a smaller pumpkin. So it's your turn it's not, then, Mike. I don't. It's not on me. It's downstairs. 
it's also small. It's not a big ass pumpkin, so it wouldn't be appropriate. But it's out. It's there. Everything you just said was wrong. It's not big. It's not here. I'm not saying it's not wrong. Okay. <laughs> it's ass. That's all that matters. Cooking it. That's it. Jamie's right. It's ass. That's what you got. Ass. It's orange. It has well, a cool something. stem. Ugh. All Supply right, well, chains are down, Cody. That's dude. You can find pumpkins anywhere right now. I was at a Target today. And I <laughs> the sincerity of that. <laughs> you want a pumpkin? I know a guy can give you a fucking pumpkin. It's not even a fucking question. They ain't hiding the gourds, baby. All right. Just, well, Cody all right. opens his fucking coat and just <laughs> gourds everywhere. Tumble out. Just I made a pumpkin. Hey, kid, you want a squash? Anyway, Cody, like a, how are we celebrating do. this big ass pumpkin day? I'm celebrating this big ass pumpkin day with the traditional cider drink. Hmm. One of these days, I should do it like a Chumbawamba. I should have a cider drink and a whiskey drink, and I should see if you guys can knock me down. I'll just keep getting back up. That's our live show. Uh, so, anyways, folks, if you want to drink along with me uh, as we watch our mystery movie, this is going to be really hard for you to watch along <laughs> considering you don't know what the movie is. Uh, let me tell you now so you have time to run to the store, buy it, and then come back as I'm explaining the drink. Uh, we are watching the latest animated Scooby Doo movie. Not Scoob. Forget Scoob. Scoob doesn't <laughs> exist anymore. This is Happy Halloween, Scooby-Doo, which is surprisingly the first Scooby-Doo movie set on Halloween. Crazy, right? So we're going we're gonna to be watching that tonight. It's going to be great. Before we watch that, though, get, get yourself a drink. And uh, tonight, we're having tender knobs. So what you're going to need for your tender knob is one Granny Smith apple. Uh, you're going to need 1.5 ounces of Knob Creek bourbon, two ounces of hard apple cider, three-fourths of an ounce simple syrup, a pinch of cinnamon, and then a couple more apple slices to garnish up this drink. So first steps here, uh, in your shaker, take the apple slice, throw it in there, muddle it up, smash that into bits. Uh, then add all the remaining ingredients and ice, and you're going to want to shake that for about 30 seconds, get it nice and chilled. Once it's cold, single strain into an old-fashioned glass filled with fresh ice. Uh, you don't have to worry about double straining. It's actually better if you get some apple chunks in the final drink. It gives you some texture and extra flavor. And then uh, to make it look fancy, grab yourself another apple slice and stick it on the rim of the glass. So you got a, a big old apple hanging off your tender knob. And there you have it. That's the drink for the night. We got ourselves a cider drink. Cody, I will not be content until I've found some way to sample you saying tender knob in a techno beat. Tender, tender, tender knob, tender, tender knob, knob, tender knob. The system is down. <laughs> Acid party. My, my tender knob has been out for a long time. So it's going a little flat, unfortunately. I'd advise you guys to drink yours when it's still cold and uh, when the carbonation is still fresh from your cider. Other than that, it tastes like apple, so that's cool. Now, folks at home, uh, what, what I want you to do is I want you to make your make your tender knob. Don't drink it yet. Don't drink. Stop. Don't. Uh, don't. No. Stop. Don't. Don't raise it to. Don't. Break, put it. Put it lower. Down. Lower the glass. Lower. Lower. Okay. This is what I want you to do. Go out your front door. Walk east. Keep walking east. You'll know it when you get there. You'll 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 come over a horizon, and there you've never seen it before, but an apple orchard. It just seems like it just appeared. It, it, it just appeared. I, I want you to 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 walk out in the in the midst of of this magical, mysterious apple orchard. Now you may be tempted to to reach up and. And grab an apple and, and take a bite of whatever kind of Wait, Mike, juicy. I, I've got an apple. Let me add some foley. Thank you. Excellent. Okay. Yeah, you, you may want to do that. I mean, doesn't that just doesn't that sound just entice you? 
It's a fucking good apple. But don't, don't. I don't want you to do that. Not, not yet. What I want you to do is stand in the midst of that orchard. I want you to kneel down, take in the wind going through the trees, shaking the apples. I want you to, to sip your your tender knob and let nature take you back over as you die. That was that's surprisingly that sweet. was poisoned. Yeah, no, that's that was poison. That's fine. That's a good way to go. I was, I was, I, I, I was, so. and then you disappear. The orchard disappears back to where, to whence it came, and you're just gone now. You're part of the mysterious apple orchard, killed by a apple cider alcoholic. Mike, drink. That's 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 what makes the leprechauns of the fall. <laughs> to the circle. You of can, life. you can. I love that band. You can, you can be one of them. That's how they get you, and it's okay. It's okay. You've escaped time. It's great. And that's big ass pumpkin day. Big ass pumpkin. Oh, you had children. It's okay. They're fine. No, well, yeah, they'll they'll forget you ever existed. You just get wiped. Man, I want to go to that orchard. Twenty twenty is awful. It sounds nice, right? It's not like real good. Places. I was scared it's going to be like a final destination picking machine that just <laughs> scoops you up. No, see, I fooled you. If you think that's where it's going, but it turns out it's actually kind of a philosophical existential um, passing on to the next plane because we need to get the fuck out of this year. Wear masks, people. We're all going to be worm food, baby. All right. Uh, God, this movie is only an hour and 16 minutes. We've vamped enough. Folks, if you want to watch Scooby-Doo with us, all you got to do, pop in your DVD of Happy Halloween Scooby-Doo. Get it to the opening segment. Uh, it's going to be the WB animation logo. Uh, spoilers, Daffy Duck is behind the logo. Pause there. We're going to do a countdown. We're going to start watching the movie on our end. We're going to talk over it, and you can watch with us. Or if all oh, that sounds like a pain in the ass, uh, just just listen to our commentary. It works as a podcast, too. That's the amazing thing about the internet. Your choice. You do you, buds. What I love is whenever Mike hears something like, Daffy Duck is behind the logo at his job. That's uh, like part of a two hour long conspiracy theory video. <laughs> if only we had the rights to the X-Files music. Anyways, uh, is everyone ready for some <laughs> Scooby-Doo action? As born ready for Scoob. Ready, Chief. Alrighty. Who wants Jamie? the honors? Who, wa- who wants, Jamie, you count us down. One, two, three. Oh All God, right. the so ridiculousness. I'm already mad because Daffy Duck pops out and you can see the WB water tower behind the WB logo. And Animaniacs taught me that the WB logo is is just part of that water tower. There's multiple water towers happening. It also means that logo is just floating in space. See, the that logo uh, with Daffy ha- is ruined for, for me now after uh, Mortal Kombat Scorpion's Revenge. <laughs> I just expect him to get brutally murdered. Ah, Anyways, Elvira. Season, Elvira. The mystery. Elvira is still referencing her tits, so that's interesting. Hey, kids! Kids will love it. I I like Crystal Cove dancers. (laughs) I like these mocap dancers. (laughs) So, did you ever? Did you guys ever think Crystal Cove was big enough to have a big ass festival like this? I always assumed it was like eighteen people and a malt shop. It's. It seems to be a single main street and a beach. They got some mountains behind. Look at this. This place is nice. Yeah, this Crystal, is the dairy of the West. Crystal Cove slash Coolsville seems to exist in that same like nowhere dimension that Springfield takes place in, where it's as big as or as small as it needs to be. That's fair. 
Although this one actually does have some geography around it that you can identify. Like there, there's, you know, mountains. So this can only be in so many places in the United States. I want the real Crystal Cove. I want to find this on a map. It's also very concerning that they're just pulling out crossbows and Shady looks terrified. Oh, where the fuck did they get a crossbow? Oh, God, there's a terrorist oh. attack. Oh, no, it's Lord Pumpkin. Well, that's my new favorite villain. <laughs> Is Good. Okay. We... Guy from Halloween Town. Yes. Does does well does WB own that? That's like a Disney thing, right? They don't have it yet. That's a Disney thing. Run, uh, hey, red, red herring. Run. <laughs> oh, so many. Wow, a red herring fucking cameo. That's incredible. That's what he's up to. I'm glad he cleaned up his act. I really, like all these references. Yeah, I, oh, I just hides <laughs> that coffin. <laughs> uh, can somebody jiff that immediately? <laughs> all right, all right. This is turning out pretty good so far. Some of these Scooby Doo's yeah. are are not great. This one's fun. So far, this has more funny jokes than any of the recent movies total. So, yeah, they're doing good so far. Plus, uh, a floating pumpkin man is the bad guy, so we did pick correctly for the holiday. It would be really annoying if he's only in two minutes of the movie, though. So hopefully this guy sticks around. Oh, yeah. Also, I realized something um, earlier. We started Big Ass Pumpkin Day uh, festivities on this podcast with Pumpkinhead, and yeah. now we're doing a direct-to-video animated Scooby-Doo movie. Hey, yep. Which means at this point, the only other place we have to go is like a Halloween episode of Teletubbies next year or something, or like uh, 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 a count heavy episode of Sesame Street. Like our I'm sliding okay scale has been adults to children. I'm fine with all of that. I also really enjoy how the opening credits here were apparently designed for 3D because stuff just keeps flying at the screen. This is actually this a really clever credit well animated. <laughs> There's like a really just Shady just dropped candy into his mouth, like from way up in the air. Like it's just trying to do all the 3D depth stuff. But clearly it's a made for video Scooby-Doo. Why are why are we going to all the trouble to make this fake 3D? There, why does this have budget all of a sudden? Hey, Cody, I just saw Kate Micucci's name. Is she still doing the voice of Velma? I believe so, yeah. Oh, she's like the branded Velma now. That's awesome. Uh, I, I think so. I, I, I would have to double check. I was actually keeping a spreadsheet to keep track of these things. <laughs> so my mind wouldn't have to remember. And I don't have the spreadsheet on me. The important thing is Matthew Lillard is still doing Shaggy. And that's pretty cool. And I do was not expecting Dwight Schultz. And uh, Frank Welker will just never go away, which is fantastic. I hope he sticks around forever. I love this amazingly animated battle with the Green Goblin. That Velma is like you. You were getting that vibe too. <laughs> they all have gas masks, and what? <laughs> this is surprisingly uh, complex. I think all the budget probably just went into the first two minutes of this movie. Haunted scarecrow. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Scarecrow, the DC comic book villain, is underneath the mask. Damn you, Jonathan! Wearing, <laughs> wearing the burlap sack. He just got unmasked a second time. I really enjoy I, the commitment because I'm pretty sure Scarecrow would do that in real life if he were a real man. He would just wear multiple true, yeah. masks. It's that's like if Scarecrow came over the Marvel universe and then pretended to be Jack O' Lantern. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that's appropriate for Jack O' Lantern. That is a role that was given up so that its original owner could be the second Hobgoblin. 
Guys, guys, they're trying to get him to say the phrase. Uh oh. The scarecrow is getting away with it. <laughs> did, did, did he have an I did it 35 minutes ago moment? He just did, yes. He's currently doing it, but they want this to say the meddling most kids. Scarecrow has ever been. I, they just wanted to say meddling kids, and as part of my drinking game, he just denied me. Scarecrow, you are a monster. Duh. He's gassing the entire town. This is fantastic. Damn, fucking boom. I, I'm, I'm so engrossed. I know, we're getting sucked into this plan. <laughs> this, this is the is, most we've ever we paid attention to a big-ass Pumpkin Day movie. <laughs> It's fantastic. Can we just pretend it went from like a witch's ghost to just this? <laughs> this is actually a sequel to Mystery Incorporated. That would be actually getting more of that vibe than anything else. Scooby is being so useful. He's being turned Scooby into a candy, a candy machine gun. gun. Daphne just said, Shaggy, it's over. You got them all. You shouldn't have questioned my power. <laughs> they still haven't said meddling kids, though, so I feel like I've been denied. Oh, they kissed. Oh, I want to go to the diner. So why in Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, did she not have a hearse that could just spit her out into a coffin throne whenever she needed? Someone needs to make that for her. I got this is what the world yeah, like. She people. actually has the dagger. Elvira actually has like the little dagger on her sash. <laughs> That's this a wonderful just, attention to detail. This is just what the world would be like if Elvira were elected Pope. <laughs> the writing of these jokes is meddling young adults. Meddling young so adults. Sublime. Med- I'll take it. Meddling young adults is like meddling kids. Drink. I love how <laughs> I like how Red Herring has a Halloween based business where he can legally terrify people. He just, you know, he found his niche and he stuck with it. It's good. He's enterprising. I, I'm enjoying this version of Daphne. A blue poppy. That's okay. A Batman Begins reference. Also pretty nice. I, did, I was not expecting a Batman uh, Begins reference. That's a deep cut. Good going, Scooby Gang. This is this is great because I did not love Scoob, so this is <laughs> woo, real return to form. I love straight up memeing Daphne. <laughs> Again, this is very mystery incorporated. Is is Daphne on like cocaine? No one's gonna respond to that. <laughs> I don't want to be included in allegations. I like the, how they're setting up Velma as the arch enemy of the Scarecrow. I'm amazed we haven't seen Batman so far, because we know Batman is a part of the Scooby-Doo universe. He's made many appearances. Uh, I kind of love the idea that, well, we've established uh, the different characters that exist in the Scooby-Doo universe, like Batman and DC. So fuck it, they can just battle the Scarecrow. There, Yeah, whatever. Batman's busy, I guess. He, he's making out with Catwoman. It's Halloween. It all makes WB money. Also, okay, go back to the location thing. Crystal Cove is apparently close enough to Gotham City for Scarecrow to escape the asylum and, and make it there, I'm assuming on foot. 
Although he did have a lot of technology, so maybe he picked up a van. He just hopped onto one of those drones and skedaddled away. So I was wrong. I assumed these mountains were like Colorado mountains, but uh, apparently these are East Coast mountains. We're we're like in Appalachia. <laughs> well, that was a really good joke. <laughs> Why do you sound surprised? <laughs> I'm re- Cody. You saw Scooby Doo and the Thirteenth Ghost. You you know what we're playing with here. Oh, I thought you were talking about my comments. Like they're not level. really jokes. More deductions. So I'm glad that uh, Fred is still uh, Madness, Mystery Incorporated, Fred. That's the one they've settled on, yeah. Really, really loves that van, really loves traps. That's just Fred now. The Ghosts of the Three <laughs> Stooges. actual writers wrote this. The Ghosts of the Three Stooges. Also fun because they meet the Three Stooges several times throughout various uh, early episodes. I think they were in some of the, uh, the new Scooby-Doo movies. Which is also sad because apparently they've died in this universe and now they're chasing their ghosts. Cody, they were always ghosts. Actually, I should mention too, they did say monsters aren't real at the start of this movie. So we're in a universe of Scooby-Doo uh, where where they have not been to Zombie Island. And so the ghosts of the Three Stooges are apparently either the Three Stooges dressed as ghosts or people impersonating the dead Three Stooges as ghosts. Uh, I'm not sure which one's worse. Well, one's insulting. One's insulting. Uh, the other one is just like very sad because the three stooges are just so desperate for money they have to put white paint on and pretend to be ghosts. I was very unnerved by the animation of Scooby pulling Shaggy away. <laughs> I was unnerved I mean, that Shaggy said resin. I don't like the idea of them covering themselves in liquid candy as a costume. It just looks like they vomited on themselves. So yeah, smog just like shit all over them. So once again, we always look into movies that have just premium, big-ass pumpkin content. This is Halloween to the max. I love this. Like I said, first Scooby-Doo movie with Halloween uh, theme to it, which seems amazing, right? You just assume half of them would be Halloween movies. But no, this is the first one to actually be on the holiday, as far as I'm aware. It's weird that there's like... Is that weird? (laughs) It's weird that there's like seven Scooby-Doo movies set at Christmas time, and this is the first Halloween. I mean, he's been to Hollywood, he's been to the Antarctic. Scooby's been all over, he's seen it all, and it's just amazing that we've never seen him enjoy Halloween. I'm half surprised they enjoy Halloween. There's free candy, but also scary things everywhere. So it's like their normal day made worse. I think it's very appropriate that... Like, this is the first Scooby-Doo Halloween, and also the first Scooby-Doo movie we've done for Big Ass Pumpkin Day. One of those, again, it's like, you just think that would have been year one. Uh, not toxic waste. They're going to have chuds all over Coolsville. No, they'll, get, they'll just get powers like that uh, Treehouse of Horror, where Bart and Lisa got superpowers. This is the most old man complaint I have in the world, but I still have to say it. I liked it back in the old days when the Treehouse of Horror episodes were parodies of horror films. I get I get really annoyed. They're like, oh yeah, we're doing we're doing Spider Verse now. I'm like, come on, guys. I think people have been annoyed about that for like 15 years at this point. They've just they've just gotten bored, uh, too bored to stop to keep complaining. It's very true. I do wish that they would just put out like a best of collection. That's just the first 10 years of Treehouse of Horror. I and I could, I could just buy They used to have those. They had yeah. like 
I, I just want like the first couple of years until it switched to other stuff and and just give me like 10 seasons worth. Also, big ass haunted God, pumpkins. Yeah. I didn't know we were getting mutated pumpkins. Yeah, that's that's where they're going with this one. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. Jonathan Crane's fear toxin is mixed with other toxic chemicals to somehow bring pumpkins to life. Somehow. What a plot. Oh my I like god, how these... it's a big ass pumpkin. Even better. Yeah. Oh, Charlie <laughs> Brown. Oh, oh god. god. Look at those thighs. I love how this really... has the most Jesus. pumpkins of anything we've done so far. We've accidentally escalated. Do we have to stop after this? We'll just watch this twice in a row. Uh, I'm ah. really amazed, though. The the toxic chemicals go into a pumpkin patch, and these pumpkins come out carved. <laughs> so, like, their personalities it's, apparently it's are inherent. natural state. Yeah. But look that at, like, we've got a goofy pumpkin. we got a scary pumpkin. we got, like, a bored pumpkin. Their personalities just came out the second they were touched by the toxic ooze. It's like they were predetermined. I'm going to be honest. I, I feel like this should have been released theatrically. This is pretty fun. This I, has been theatrically on Mike. Virgin Network. This yeah, this been... released theatrically. We'd never get to see it, though, because you can't get me in a theater right now. I feel like you'd be the one person who would brave coronavirus to go see a Scooby-Doo animated film. and Just, just for the promise of... Jamie, I would just... I would rent out the theater and then have a personal <laughs> showing of Scooby-Doo. I do it at an Alamo draft house. So like they had to send one person in a gas mask to serve me up a hamburger. Oh, we were talking Silent about me too. We were talking about this with MB the other night. We totally have to rent out the Alamo draft house and all of us just stay like 30 feet away from each other at all times. It'd be like that time I saw evolution. You just, there's a guy down there and we're over here. Also, we can watch that, evolution. We should. We really should. Was that was that guy in the photograph they just held up wearing an Morton Joe or Morton Joe mask and a gorilla suit? That's right. I think. I mean, WB owns that, right? It could be a reference. We already saw the Tin Man running around earlier. Any WB movie, I think, is fair game for the animation department. I'm just still wigging out over the fact that this is better animated than Red Sun was. <laughs> The animation of this is really high quality. Since when do these start getting budgets with this one? You guys, yeah. See, you're falling for it. You're going to join me on a Scooby-Doo binge. I can feel it happening. Well, they have to do it big since they have to You like Scooby-Doo, Goaty. I don't think you like Scooby-Doo oh. enough. Your life ain't Scooby. It's got to be more Scooby. You got to add Scoob to it. I have I'll a flash Scoob. drive covered in question marks that begs to differ. Well, yeah, I, I forced you to take that. I gave it to you. I made it. Mine's next to me. Mm. And no, we're not going to go through osmosis. Hey, Elvira's back. I, I like how in order to not get rid of her trademark cleavage, she has a, sh a sash. Yeah. Coupling. There's a hint. There's a hint. Please tell me Fred is going to be dressed like that the entire film. I mean, Mike, we're 20 minutes into an hour 20 movie. I don't think he's going to have time to change. I think he's just skeleton boy for the rest of the night. But still with his ascot. Branding. I do like in the Scooby-Doo movies, the easiest way to tell what multiverse you're in of Scooby-Doo is the way that the characters are dressed. 
So if you see Shaggy in a red shirt, it immediately lets you know, like, oh, okay, I know where this is. Green shirt, tougher because there are more green shirts. But those little details really do help you kind of narrow down what these characters have been through. Oh, yeah. If, Ke- if Fred doesn't have the ascot, then you're in the What's New universe. Yeah. Which is also technically the A Pup Named universe. Are you connecting those? Oh, yeah. Uh, a Pup Named Scooby-Doo was confirmed to be in canon with What's New Scooby-Doo due to several flashbacks. Really? I watched way huh. too much of that show that. Uh, in the 2000s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anytime they'd flashback to their uh, youth, they it would be done in the Pup Named Scooby-Doo style. Uh, okay it's been a while since i've seen that one so i will take your word for it that's impressive what's we talk about this all the time i i'm fascinated that scooby-doo and the texas chainsaw massacre are the two uh franchises where everything is a mutually exclusive sequel to the original property because every scooby-doo timeline is based off of the original Scooby-Doo, where are you? Certainly everyone. I don't think uh, Mystery Inc. is based off of Scooby-Doo, where are you? It I is. think those are separate. Nope, it is. I mean, it's tied in at the end, but I wouldn't say the entire thing. It feels like it's, uh, I don't know. If I remember I would say it. Yeah, when we're, I was watching it with Mike a few years back, and I think we uh, made note of it a couple of times. They go out of their way to say that the first, like the original series still happened, but was like a year one story and incorporated as specifically like a year two. Because there's a whole, yeah. like, uh, creeper legacy storyline of the first season. See, my, my theory for Scooby-Doo is it's a lot like the Dark Tower. Like, there are many universes. There are other worlds than these, Jake. And inside of each Scooby-Doo universe, there's going to be a lot of repeating themes, motifs, whatever you want to call them. Uh, you're just going to see things repeated in each universe that necessarily, didn't necessarily link up to the way it happened originally. But they're going to be close. It's kind of like seeing 19 in the Dark Tower. Like, it's just, it's spread throughout the entire series. Scooby-Doo, there's always going to be Scooby snacks. Uh, Fred's going to have a thing for traps. There are certain fundamental core aspects of these characters that must always carry through, no matter how many times they're rebooted or what world we're in, or else they wouldn't be the same characters. I uh, love Those the, are the spokes uh, of the wheel. That's Cobb, baby. You got to follow it. I love the idea of... Fred failing to destroy, uh, to protect the, uh, the dark lighthouse in the middle of Crystal Cove and waking up in a new timeline, but noticing he has the ascot this time. There's hope. <laughs> <laughs> the Scots of Ask. I really, I do enjoy I the idea of. I like the idea of just actually doing the Dark Tower as a straight adaption, but morphing it to fit into the Scooby-Doo universe. I feel like, I mean, Shaggy is fucking Eddie Deem, and if there ever was one, so it fits. Would just that replace Shaggy with Scooby-Doo. Yeah, I, yeah, I think that honestly fits pretty good. Scooby uh, just trying to get the hell out of a giant haunted house that's eating him? That sells itself. Oh, hey, it's, it's Bill Nye. Nye. <laughs> hey, the science guy. Of course, they're best friends. Why wouldn't they be? I feel like they have. She had to like intern with him. This Bill Nye is so goddamn handsome, but still not as handsome as the real life one. He's beautiful. He's very angular face. <laughs> this is amazing. 
I I didn't expect to enjoy this so much. Bill Nye with jokes. Also, is this like a new mystery machine? Oh God, it has hands. Oh, <laughs> kill it. Oh. Uh, what was God. the name? Of this? That means it's alive. Yeah, it has a it, bow tie. It, that means it's sentient. It thinks and it can feel, it can touch things. I hate it. Ooh. Uh, ooh. The Mystery Machine X, made with nanites. Did you ever think, okay, it has hands. This is essentially one of the spaceships from Outlaw Star. <laughs> like, it could grapple yeah. a monster, and then Fred's going to pull out a gun that shoots magic bullets that, like, drain your soul. <laughs> and now there's uh, a this hollow is the movie just for the Mystery Incorporated crowd. It kind of feels that way. Like, I... I don't know who worked on this specific title, if it was the same people doing the other movies, but so far there's like a night and day difference. Yeah, it does feel like they're chasing that specific aesthetic. They they switch directors out every couple of films, so you'll maybe get like a trilogy of like one guy doing it and then somebody else steps up who is like maybe part of the animation crew for the other ones. It doesn't seem like they keep the same director for like 10 movies in a row. Um, this one Nye is Riders! By... Oh my god! <laughs> This one is directed by Maxwell Adams. Uh, oh, shit. Max, is it Maxwell Adams, the dude who did uh, Billy and Mandy? You might very well be correct. Uh, yeah, he was a writer on Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy from 2001 uh-huh. to 2007. Oh, so it's uh, actually made by a, like a Cartoon Network dude. That's why it's good. <laughs> yeah, he did Chowder. Uh, yeah, all, all sorts of stuff. Oh, that explains uh, yeah, it. Yeah, makes sense. That's quality. Bill yep. me now, bill me later. That's a brilliant joke. Hey, he worked on I Am Weasel and Cow and Chicken. Oh, yeah. Maxwell Adams has been, uh, I've seen that name in the credits on Cartoon Network shows since I was a kid. <laughs> he was on <laughs> one year of I Am Weasel enough. No, it's a great show. He was on one episode or one season of SpongeBob SquarePants. Yeah. Oh, so I love that Fred's fucking character arc in this movie is mourning the death of the mystery machine. <laughs> Jamie, not to spoil it, but that's been his arc in several of the movies so far. They, they've kind of turned that into a running joke where they blow up the mystery machine and Fred gets very sad. Yeah. Elvira with the most metal luggage ever. Spikes everywhere. Is a bumpkin I, trying I like to hit on her? she still loads her car like it's Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. <laughs> Is that a hidden penis? That upside down axe case? Yes. Yes. I saw it. You didn't think that, we would. Okay, I'm getting definite sapphic vibes between <laughs> Elvira and Daphne right now. I love that Daphne's Ooh. the biggest Elvira fan. That was a wonderful line. I don't want to be you. I just want to look and sound like you, but still have free will. <laughs> <laughs> That's a... F- that's a fucking Batman Returns line if I've ever heard one. <laughs> of how this sassy wonderful. the script is. I am honestly delighted with this. Funny. This is this is very fun. This is all this is I think this is made for us specifically. Oh, the pumpkins are alive! No. Oh, I no. honestly forgot pumpkins were alive. Shaggy and Scooby still beating up a pumpkin. It's not working. <laughs> this is the Taking metaphor for themselves. A metaphor for us doing these commentaries. Exhaustedly <laughs> beating up a It has to work eventually, though, right? Whose backyard are they in? It's just some families. Oh, God, it's alive and a bit shaking the ass. 
This is what happens. We should always beat up pumpkins until they're dead. That's why you don't sit on a pumpkin. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't want pumpkin gets on me either. They're gross. I like to I mean, think it that on what it's for. There's well, a lot of fucking toxic waste in this truck, man. It's just been oozing for days. Doesn't anyone notice? It doesn't like it's the leaf levels. Frost oh got God, that one has a pumpkin carver stuffed in his face. It's horrible. Oh God, that one well, just oh, says Jesus Ooh. Christ. I like to think that the toxic waste is solely responsible for the mutation. The fear toxin just made them assholes. It's also true, yeah. The entire town could be covered in fear toxin. They're imagining this. This could be one big trip. <laughs> well, wait, if someone dies, then we know. Pretty sure one of those pumpkins was a reference to something, too. I can't quite put my finger on it. Well, this is kind of Little Shop of Horrors-ish. I mean, oh, that pumpkin just oh. ate a lady. Oh, Victoria Hasselbum. No! Oh, God! It's what spit out her severed head! But her severed head's a floating this pumpkin! This is... I can't tell if this is becoming very uh, over the garden wall or very Gravity Falls. Gravity Falls. It has to be old-timey-er to be over the garden. Yeah, that's true, true. This is Summerween 2. There's no one... Yeah, there's no one singing about potatoes at molasses. There, There's... I don't know. There should be a bunch of cats dancing around a pole. I could. I know it's coming. I mean, that is a banger. Someone should auto-tune that and really uh, give it a kick-ass beat. Kick their ass, Daphne. That's Daphne's new thing. She's uh, she's the ass-kicker. I'm glad they started to try and fill the characters out a little bit more and give them some personality over the years. Because it used to be just be oh, like, yeah. oh, okay, she's the pretty one, she gets trapped. And they've been making an effort for years to try and like get more out of her character. So they decided ass-kicker. She's, she's, you know... The vampire slayer kind of thing going on here. She's very buffy. Yeah, she's been kind of buffy esque for a while. Yeah, they've added more goofy to Daphne though, and oh, for sure, years, which I've really enjoyed actually. Yeah, they yeah, got very huh. mystery incorporated. Also, Elvira just called Daphne Blake a Mary Sue. That was a, a <laughs> surreal moment in fiction. <laughs> <laughs> no, the hillbilly. They got Hank. <laughs> Also, I love her leopard print <laughs> fuckmobile. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Shaggy and Scooby done jack shit. They're still trying to get this pumpkin off Shaggy's ass. Oh, he's pants now. I hope we don't see Shaggy's like ass. Paranorman's about to show up. I love the fucking... Fit. I was gonna say, I love the killer clowns from outer space vibe they're going for. Yes. Just the plot is just pumpkins fuck up the town. Can there be a new show in this tone? Uh, Can we just get a third season of Mystery Incorporated? <laughs> That'd be the same thing. That'd be wonderful. That they were, they they were never were, been canceled. I was about to say, never officially canceled. They're, they're just waiting in limbo forever. Nothing uh, on but, Cartoon Network is ever canceled. Symbiotic Titan Season 3 is coming next month. <laughs> so have you guys seen the, the current Scooby-Doo show? I haven't seen any of it. Scooby-Doo and I, I, I think it's called Scooby-Doo and the Guess Who. I have not. So for all we know, it could be pretty good. Or it's off. I don't know. I think it's like a Boomerang exclusive, so I haven't seen any of it. They need to put it on DVD so I can buy it. Yeah, I think you can rent it on uh, Brent or buy it on Prime, too. Yep. Yeah. Judging by the, uh, the guest list and, like, some of the jokes from, like, the two or three clips I've seen, it seems like it's way more, uh, uh, going way for the nostalgia crowd than, uh, the Saturday morning crowd. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of just figured they're just repeating what they did for the new Scooby-Doo movies. Because I mean, what? They had Wonder Woman, they had Kristen Schaal, they have a mix of like current celebrities and fictional celebrities. It just feels like it'd be very easy to just repeat that form, even if it is a little dated by this point. The pumpkin that just says, boo, exclamation point is my favorite. <laughs> it's nice they leave the news alone. They understand this is what makes democracy. Oh, God, they took him. <laughs> We're back to fascism. Indian <laughs> slam. This is what's happening all around America. <laughs> Trump voters are so evil beautiful. floating pumpkins. That's just what it is. God, the big-ass pumpkin just keeps getting bigger. Charlie Brown, you'd be so happy. Yeah, Charlie man. Brown never kill, cared about the fucking great <laughs> pumpkin. That's why he was an asshole. That's true. Charlie's just like, whatever. I don't understand how the DVD of the great pumpkin Charlie Brown is still fucking $15 at Walmart and Target. Everything that with peanuts on minutes. it is like 30 fucking dollars more expensive than it needs to be. That's not even, that's like, what, an hour-long special, Max? Why are you yeah, charging me $15? It's not, I, I, you wish it was an hour long. It's literally like 15 minutes. If that. I'm so glad I haven't spent the money on this. I can buy, if like, fucking any, any Christmas movie on Blu-ray, like, you want Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? That's like $9. It's on Blu-ray. Enjoy. You can get all of them on Blu-ray for like $20 at this point. It's ludicrous. I know, I have that at special. Least, that's the uh, way it should Grinch. be. At least how the Grinch Soul Christmas had the good grace to fucking put the Halloween special on there and the cat and the yeah. That made sense. That I didn't feel bad about. Plus it was in Blu-ray, so you know it's better. So I want to point out that we we just saw Hanna Barbera Frankenstein bite the dust. <laughs> also, I'm pretty sure we've seen more black characters in this than we saw in like the entire first four seasons of Scooby Doo. <laughs> I would not doubt it. Or first first forty years. <laughs> uh, no, they had the Harlem Globetrotters in the new Scooby-Doo movies. A fucking Spaceballs reference. I thought this is just this a fucking car is... chase movie now. <laughs> oh, God, the biggest pumpkin's even bigger. I, 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 I've uh, decided to internally name him Big Daddy Pumpkin. All right, yeah. sure. Choke me harder, Seymour. Oh, he, he remembers um, how to pump gas. You know, I rewatched Land of the Dead recently, and I'm still <laughs> mad that people don't love that movie as much as they should. Land of the Dead is just amazing. I love it. I will always be mad about that. It's great stuff. I watched that and then the Dawn of the Dead remake, and it was like, nope, this isn't a contest. Land of the I Dead is a much, much better movie. Now, oh, Cody, did you see that uh, news story from a couple of weeks ago where uh, one of... Romero's collaborators just suddenly spilled the beans on this big fucking Land of the Dead sequel they were trying to get off the ground. They, they've, um, well, I mean, Land of the Dead, they were trying to get a sequel up for that for years. Dead Reckoning, and it never happened. And the stuff I've seen recently is, um, was it Road of the Dead? I think it's, it's something called? like that. Yeah, that's, that's, I think, a different story that they try to tie into to maybe get a little more momentum. Uh, I so think it was I've like literally just Dead Reckoning was going to show up, like for legal reasons. Pretty much, yeah. I don't know. I, I did read, finally finish reading uh, The Living Dead, which was Romero's novel that was that was finished by Daniel Krauss. Um, 
And I say finished, I'm pretty sure it wasn't really just like Romero had a 400 page novel and cross like went in and put like two extra pages. I, I think Daniel like did a majority of the book based off of notes that he had and like scattered pages from Romero. He still boiled it. He kind of, yeah, it, but it does feel very Romero. It does, it does read like it's a part of that universe and it does feel like it's something that Romero might've done. Pretty good. I would honestly recommend it. If you're a fan of zombie stuff, uh, especially the classic Romero zombies, well, well worth your time. Uh, and it, it is huge. It's, it's something like 600 pages. It's a little funky because like the first 400 pages are basically the zombie apocalypse in real time. Uh, and then it skips forward to like 10 years later, 15 years later, whatever it is. And and then picks up another story for like the last 100 pages. So it, it feels real clunky in, in terms of how you pace it out. But the individual pieces, if you view it almost like an anthology story, are really wonderful. And it's nice to see how everything comes together at the end. So that's my plug for that book, if you're looking for something to read. Yeah. Box Office Pope recommends that book. The Living Dead. Mm. Also, Bill Nye just explained the history of Crystal Cove. <laughs> with holograms. Yeah, he's mesmerized by that. Apparently there are a lot of crystals in Crystal Cove. While dishing out useless science factoids, because he can't stop going into host mode. <laughs> Meanwhile, shaking speed yeah. been extremely useless. <laughs> someone, someone add the doofmobile to this thing. This is awesome. <laughs> Aqua Cola! I love that there's a fucking maximum overdrive villain truck that one of the pumpkins has. Fucking, we got into twisted metal territory. It's a parade float. She has a point. I think those things can only go like 50 miles per hour. They really should drop the witch float off of the back of the hearse. She has to have that back by noon the next day. <sighs> oh, see, they're going into it. Mm. Get out there and disconnect that float. I like how at this point, it, it, it <laughs> I mean, Daphne has done every single thing a person could do over like 60 years of Scooby-Doo. So she would be their Swiss army knife at this point. That's right. She the knows Kung Fu lanterns. karate too. Oh God, the witch is on fire. Oh, Fred's mansplaining how to use a torch. <laughs> Gonna get his ass beat. Torch splain. Shut the fuck up, Fred. You're ruining this. I am kind of surprised. Okay, the movie is a lot of fun. Uh, the weird thing about it is Shaggy and Scooby have done jack shit for the whole film. Typically, they, they always yeah, have to try and find back. a way to make those guys useful in the film because, you know, every movie has Scooby in the title. So far, it's really like they 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 have found ways to get out of the story's way. Not a problem, yeah, though. We've had like 30 else. other films where Scooby is like the one taking all the attention away from everyone else, even though he doesn't need to be there. And I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm kind of digging the not having Scooby and Shaggy as the, like the main characters this time. Yeah. Typically, the... Elvira is more of a main character. Yeah, she's she's really. Uh, I expect her to be gone the first five minutes. I thought she was yeah. just a cameo. I didn't think she was a main character. Uh, 
This is like when they do one of the wrestling movies and all of a sudden, like Vince McMahon is just the main guy. We have to save Russellville, guys. Like how the how fucking there witch been... is still on fire. Eh. How come there's been no pumpkin wrapping this entire time? You don't is know. Is about to happen? Know. You don't know what's going to happen over the credits. We still have it's oh, pumpkin gasping. I'm amazed. It seems like a lot of movies gone by. We're 37 minutes in. There, there's, there's like 45 minutes left. There's a lot of movie to go. I love that we're in the second act of this somehow. This one had a giant car chase with exploding parade floats. We've already arrested the scarecrow. There was a drone attack. No! They can't be stopped. Jamie, you, you, you've done some time at Walmart. What happened to Ernest Scared Stupid? <laughs> For years, I would go into Walmart and they would always have copies of it. I haven't, I haven't seen it around lately. I'm really bummed out. Oh, man, there's been a fucking Ernest purge in retail lately. I haven't seen uh, a Jim Varney classic in our value bin in quite some time. We should say, I've made up my mind to finally, like, I should buy these. I, I, I shouldn't deny it anymore. Ernest is I fine. Mean, uh, I should have the Ernest movies. They're never coming to Blu-ray. I should enjoy them on DVD. You should. And then Walmart went, fantastic. fuck you, they're gone. And I go on Amazon, they're like, no, fuck you, they're gone. So it, it was just a weird moment where I decided I wanted a thing. The world went, there's no more Ernest. Ernest is gone. Well, why are they being purged? Is, did, did cancer become controversial? Nothing's controversial anymore, Mike. Oh, well, after those controversial tweets that Jim Varney made after dying. Uh, I mean, he, mentioned like, a mind palace. Oh, she's going into her imagination. We got a Hannibal Lecter reference. Oh, my God. It's a mind palace. She's the only one who appreciates what a great thing this is. This is terrible. The other characters are stupid. <laughs> Go into her mind palace. I want to see the castle walls. Got the blending of cell shaded C uh, CG with cell animation is really fluid. In this. I haven't seen it look this good. Yeah, it's not. It's not obtuse like it usually is. They they've been doing it long enough. You'd have to hope they get it right eventually. Oh, the mind palace by name gets referenced again. Yes, go to the mind palace. I want in the mind palace. <laughs> Yes. Go. I want. I want a Hannibal reference. I want Hannibal Lecter himself to be there. Will Graham too. Shaggy has no pants. I want. Come on, please. Please just go into the opening credits of Hannibal, like the wine splashing to form faces. Just, that's all I want. <laughs> the Bill Nye hologram just turned into a pumpkin man. This is wonderful. I I like the cowboy being a main character all of a sudden. I'm here now. I'm your friend, and I've always been one of the main guys. Remember me. I didn't catch his name, though, which is really awful. It's that word, Velma. Cowboy. All right, I liked the movie until this point, but we're getting ripped off not being able to go into a mind palace. It's all I want now. That's the one thing I'm fixated on. That's all I want. I don't know Bill, if you want to see inside Velma's mind palace. It's it just turns probably... into the cell. <laughs> yeah. 
Also, the way Bill Nye is drawn here, uh, I'm going to put money down. Secret surprise cameo. He's Mads Mikkelsen all along. <laughs> yeah, it's in the next season. I would love Scooby to see Mads. It, Mads interacting with Scooby and the gang is my dream. I can't believe they haven't tried to sneak that in yet. Like Shaggy has to go to a psychiatrist and the man is a mad scientist. That would probably be season three of Mystery Incorporated. Uh, Tell me, Orville, whenever you consume, does it make you feel complete inside? <laughs> oh, God, fucking Hannibal tricks Shaggy into feeding Scooby uh, people Scooby snacks. Shaggy will. Why is that not a crossover t-shirt from Threadless? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Shaggy trying to draw a clock. <laughs> <laughs> but he's high. We wouldn't know if he could draw a clock anyways. No, he has to draw a pizza. Uh, <laughs> and he just keeps yeah, drawing man. weird shit onto it and he gets committed. <laughs> yeah, man, here goes the anchovies and this is where the chocolate scoops go and here's the pepperoni. But he's drawing the pepperoni outside the crust and that's how they know he has encephalitis. Oh, it's so sad. I fucking watch the hell out of that. I'd watch that so hard if they just made a season of Hannibal that was Scooby Doo. <laughs> also, I, I love that they've managed to have character, multiple characters, and multiple vehicles have several conversations during a pumpkin car chase. This chase has been going on for like half the movie. Uh, can anyone else? You, you, God, it, it is just Mad Max. They're going to have to go back to where they started eventually. They're going to have to turn around and go back to Crystal Cove. Um, <laughs> they just mentioned Aquaman. Anyways, can you imagine, you know, the guy who does all the drawings of classic horror characters in Scooby-Doo style? Could you just imagine him doing, like, the, the characters of Hannibal? Like, we, we have the red, the great red dragon with his, like, pantyhose over his face and the giant <laughs> dragon tattoo. It was Francis Dollarhide all along. The That's guy right, they the pulled the pantyhose store. off his face. Ah! <laughs> and I would have become my potential if you hadn't stopped me. I am becoming the Great Red Dragon! I like the idea of it specifically being uh, Manhunter Dollarhide, <laughs> so they're just surrounded by space posters. <laughs> Tom Noonan is the villain after all. He, he is. It's the kooky space kook. Look, the music would fit. They're playing like Inigo de Vida and like, was like, yep, nope, that seems Scooby. They have the chase through Dollar Hyde's house going like between walls and all that. Fred bursts through the fucking window. <laughs> With the fucking gun and it just immediately gets knocked to the ground by Dollar Hyde. <laughs> Oh god, we're we're experiencing that scene from stealth all over again. Oh, why do we keep mentioning stealth? How did we get on a stealth roll? But I Cody, they fly planes the up there. <sighs> so like much Bill is Bill Nye's Mystery Machine X, I really enjoy how it's just, just the most boring fucking looking thing in the world, even though it has robot hands. Like, it makes sense that Bill Nye designing a van just would not have the cool 70s flair we've come to expect. Oh, God, the big-ass no! pumpkin. The perversion. Do you see? 
I'm gonna be so mad if they do not make a kart racer spinoff of this movie. Okay, oh, we just have missed- to make a toy of fucking Big Daddy Pumpkin fused with the goddamn mystery machine. We just, yeah, we missed an important part of character motivation. Fred is incensed about this. He just said, you monster, seeing his beloved van turned into a pumpkin carriage. <laughs> they just referenced the existence of Westworld. That fascinates me. Yep. Oh, so I, I mean, how does that work? HBO? Is that WB? How, how does that monopoly come together? It's half Disney's half all WB. It. How does it work? All- Cody, Cody. It's half Disney, half AT&T now. Mm. Did they make a Shiva there? They did. I just saw a fucking shot of Shaggy's just rippling muscles. I like how the dad is apparently drooling right now. What is going on with this man? (laughs) Who is this for? Besides us. I- I'm calling it so now. This movie's going to the end. Door is incredible. <laughs> this movie's going to end with Ultra Instinct Shaggy becoming canon. <laughs> Shin Scooby Doo! Oh god, Crane is in a glass box, just like half the villains of the 2010s. Oh, that's he does. God, look like it's just Skyfall. There. We're Skyfalling. <laughs> Oh, that they have his costume just on a shelf over there. Evidence. What What do you think this is? Do you think this is this is the Wrath of Khan, or do we think this is Skyfall? Is it all of them? It's Spectre. Ugh. No, it's not. This is better than Spectre. Every time I'm still... Cove, I want to say Candle Cove. Yeah, Same. me too. I feel like I made that mistake probably three times in this episode already. No one called me on it. Sorry, I was confused. I saw a Metal Floss thing today saying that Candle Co. was an, like an actual thing at some point that inspired a creepypasta. And I'm like, no, that's just the creepypasta. Yeah. Was there, was there actually like a weird-ass puppet show back in the day that did inspire all of this? Or am I just being, am I being gassed? There's lots of weird-ass puppet shows that inspired lots of things. I, I think well, everyone's just remembering fucking Wienerville. That show I convinced myself wasn't real for the longest time. It doesn't sound Look, real. Lamb Chop was terrifying. That's real. That one I saw. Wienerville sounds very fake. That was super early 90s Nickelodeon. Most of that show was just a creepy middle-aged dude, like, pretending to be a little boy around puppets. He was very I'm awful. I'm a Gullagilla Island man myself. Oh, Binya Binya. Mistinkly. I'm really glad we moved past the villain in a glass box fad. I was very surprised it lasted as long as it did, and it's still annoying every time you see a villain that purposely gets captured. Like, guys, please stop. It was maybe entertaining oh, the oh, first time or two, but after that, it's like you've done you've done too many times. It's really obvious now. Mission Impossible um, Rogue Nation put that like to bed. Like when they they actually captured him by putting him in a glass box, like that was the crescendo. Like, no, you can't use this anymore. We finished it. Like, I I know it's great to have a scene where you can have your hero and your villain get together and discuss plots because it's very rare you actually get a good organic moment where the two can come face to face and not have to try and kill each other. Yeah, I get I get the purpose of it. 
but it feels so contrived now to always be like, the villain wanted to be captured because he's so clever. Stop it. Just stop it. It's bad. That's my rant. I'm sure every screenwriter in Hollywood right now has been like, he's right. We should have. See, they need to bring in where the villain talks to the hero using cans on strings. Ah, long distance. It's Zoom days. Why don't we have Zoom villains? Mr. Bomb, get, sorry, am I coming through? Mr. Mr. There's a bit of a lag. I'm not sure if I'm presenting my PowerPoint about my plan to destroy Bosnia. Is it coming through, Mr. Bond? Okay, good, thank you. You're just in the next room. Just come in here. (laughs) Please. Oh, dead pumpkin. God, that was graphic. Oh, got exploded. You get kind of delicious looking. Mm. It's like they're filled with pumpkin pie. I love that we're still not in the third act. We were making fun of how short this movie was before recording. Now it feels like we were just at a banquet. Just a, just a feast. This is epic. There, there's a half oh, hour. Our hands left. came in handy. See what I'm I telling you, it's all going to be a fever dream. They're, they're going to wake up and this chase never happened. Oh, that's definitely what's happening. I don't think they even care that the audience would have figured this out by now. They just activated a laser defense system, so I feel like you're probably right. I like the, I like how it armors up like the Batman 89 Batmobile. <laughs> it has... Okay, did you notice that the laser cannons on the side of the Mr. Machine X really just look like the cannons of the X-Wing? Pretty much. I, I get a lot of... Uh... A lot of game over, man. Game over. (laughs) I feel I get a lot of this is my one Scooby Doo thing that I'm going to do. So I'm putting it all on the table from this movie. Jonathan Crane, he knows what's up. I don't just the fact the scarecrow is a factor in this. Oh, no, the government agent. Oh, he's dead. The Scarecrow is a factor in this without any irony. And also, I like the, the one villain. dude jumping in slow motion towards the pumpkin holding bombs. <laughs> that was just a visual joke. And it just went by. That was awesome. Yeah, I'm definitely buying this. This is there's there's so much rewatch Same. value and Daphne's in the Elvira costume. Every Halloween. Oh, hello. They switched outfits. Uh, everything inside of me is fixed now. Oh, God, they have to team up with the Scarecrow. <laughs> I think, uh, you know, the clear explanation is she couldn't get into her mind palace because fear toxin. It makes perfect sense to me. And if I'm wrong, we'll, we'll edit this out of the podcast somehow so I maintain my sterling record of logic. It turns out that's not fear toxin. They're all just dead. They have been the whole time. Now that's why Elvira's there. Ah, that Jesus I like, Christ! I love that Sam Raimi moment they had with the <laughs> guts. Just <laughs> covered in guts. Rip out the guts. Pumpkins cackling. I have to say, this is one of the best written scarecrows ever. I know. I take this well, actually seriously. There's, there's no, there's no joke with Crane at all. He's just written like the scarecrow. He also gets more than like two minutes of screen time, which is nice. As much as I love Killian Murphy, didn't really get a lot of time to play around being the scarecrow. He's always like the third string villain. 
I will forever be angry that in The Dark Knight Rises, whenever he was the judge, she wasn't wearing the fucking mask. Right. Oh, it's shit. a perfect opportunity, Chris. What are you doing? And no, like five people in the audience remember, but like recognize Cillian Murphy in those three seconds he's on screen. So why not make him recognizable? Right. They just be like, why is there such a handsome judge here? Why is such a handsome man left behind in Gotham? God, you know, that, that man looks so heroic, he'd reignite the sun for us. Uh, that's why I have a problem with uh, with pe- uh, Piggy Blinders. Like, this man's too too handsome to be evil. Speaking of heroic scarecrow. <laughs> Ten-year-old Jamie with her little scarecrow action figure is so happy right now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's happening. She's got on the Elvira costume. She's morphing into her. She has the dagger. Oh, they got Fred! Is Daphne going to try to kill Elvira at the end of this? I, there can only be one. Oh, never mind. She saved him. That was nice. Now they have to fuck an Elvira's uh, uh, fucking pimp mobile. I, We're I actually, actually getting really like the design. That's a really good scarecrow. I like the mask. We're getting a scarecrow supervillain. This is. This is just a fucking hush battle. Like, he's flying all over the place. He's He has a giant reaper wedge. He's got fucking wrist cannons. This is awesome. It's the most useful was... scarecrow has ever been. If only he was he was uh, talking in nursery rhymes. Like, it's the long <laughs> He just said he's a big fan of Elvira. This makes perfect sense. That's headcanon. When we watch Joe Bob Briggs, he's there watching Joe Bob Briggs. <laughs> Oh, the mystery machine! Oh, Fred, I feel your pain. I love how much oh, that of was Scooby- J five exploding. <laughs> I love. No, that. I got him. The scarecrow's gone. It was a ruse, Velma. Don't be stupid. It's a ruse. Yeah, like Velma and the scarecrow were having a love story there. If, a little bit there. There was a moment. There was, there was mutual appreciation. Jeepers, it's the Creepers. <laughs> God, what a fucking coward, Shaggy. D- I love Shaggy's oh, no. super runaway there. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone run to the spooky spook shack. All right, so we actually have arcs for several characters. Uh, Fred's is pretty minor. He just really misses his van. But Velma and Daphne have stuff going on. That's pretty cool. The trash monster is granted. <laughs> I should be honest, if, if you've watched all, like, 31 goddamn direct-to-video animated Scooby-Doo movies uh, that WB has pumped out, there's more than that, because there's, there's, like, a puppet movie, and there's CGI movies, and there's live-action, but there's more than that, but... Anyways, if, if you've watched all of different movies, you'd know most of the arcs are recycled. So it's always kind of exciting the way they mix and match them to see who's going to be the main people in certain ones. I really enjoyed that this time they went, nope, first time Halloween, we're not going to focus on the really obvious Shaggy and Scooby are scared of everything around them plot they could have. That they they instead, oh god, Fred, I'm going to do traps with the fucking <laughs> aspect ratio change. I appreciate that they instead focus on the other characters who are not sh- Shaggy and Scooby. Yeah! Oh god, he's going full 
predator. He's going Dutch. He's rubbing himself with mud. He's, he's making steaks. He's making traps. Surprisingly buff Fred is going full Dutch from predator. He's hoisting a log in the air. I have ever seen. There's a fire. This is literally Predator. He's just, he's just, he shot a stick Am I a liking tree. this more than Zombie Island? I think I am. <laughs> this is the best big ass pumpkin day ever, guys. He is literally just doing the Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. thing now. He's yelling in the air with a torch. <laughs> Daphne is here for it. It's a good show. Where'd she get that popcorn from? Uh, who cares? I'm always Isn't a big fan of X. unapologetically thirsty Daphne. The way it oh, should yeah. be. These up. these kids are like what nineteen in this story. Let them be horny. Oh, I mean, oh, you got to imagine like Shaggy's rock hard the entire time. Oh well, I mean, he also has the app, so he's just hard everywhere. He's like carved stone. Thelma showing herself off there for a second. Here, it's your mind palace. That, oh my god, we're, we're all going to go into her mind palace? So the Scooby Snacks are the drug that allow you to hallucinate into your mind palace. I enjoy the hallucinogenic idea of it. Will, if you eat these mushrooms, you shall see things. If I knock this glass, we don't off get the a table. dime for them. <laughs> they really should be in this universe. Snacks. There's just—it's weird in this universe. There is a snack named after a Scooby, and it has nothing to do with them. Right? That's yeah, Scooby was named after the snacks. That's why I, I do appreciate that Scoob just said, "Fuck it." He's named after the snacks, not the other way around. It's the only We're way. We're going into the mind palace. Oh man! Come on, Velma. Oh, what the fuck? Why are you guys in here? You're going to ruin it. This isn't a mind palace. This is like a mind trip. She's just fucking, oh, man. Oh, man. She's on synthetic acid and everything's going topsy-turvy. You don't design a mind palace like the universe, Dinkley. You know this. What are you doing? Wow, way to mind palace shame, Cody. Hey, yeah, everyone can do it their own way, but this is wrong. This isn't, this is terrible. It's not a palace. It's a universe. Either she's way smarter than I am, which is probably true, even as a fictional anime character, or this is bullshit. Awesome. This, both. A, this spinning effect is really impressive. I've never seen that before. Oh, yeah, that's imaginative. I'm not even high. Oh, thank God. Frankenstein can live for a little while longer. Uh, see, told you, Tim and Dorothy. Good continuity. They were here earlier. Now we're just going to Inception, where Scooby can just go around time. You're not real, Scooby. Oh, you can't talk. Roll. Really want to go to the diner. They haven't gotten a single malt yet. I wonder if that's where they play with their band. I don't think they have a band. They just enjoy music. In the Scoob movies, you, you have other people play the music. They just enjoy it. That's their job. They just like, yeah, I wish I could play guitar, but I spend all my time solving mysteries. They're consumers, not content creators. 
Fred, meanwhile, is ready to just fucking kill people. This is the new Earth, gang. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Scooby-Doo meets The Stand with special guest star Stephen King. How have they not met Stephen King at this point is my question. Oh, they just recreate that one real Ghostbusters episode. Going through the extreme Ghostbusters, I was really surprised at how many references there were to adult-rated horror. There was a goddamn Hellraiser episode. I don't think that show was for kids at all. No. That uh, was that was just some uh, some some people in their twenties having fun. Going before its time, really a lot of fun. I love that they re-released it on like an actual Blu-ray set. Oh yeah, the dream. Busted makes me feel good. Oh. This is so intense. Are are are, are they just <laughs> on a hill? Where Jesus? <laughs> they knew his traps. They're onto Fred, but he's onto them. Aha! Jesus Christ! Oh, good Lord! Oh, Jesus! The punji sticks. The animators are having so much fun. Oh, Fred is such a dangerous man. (laughs) If these were human beings, this would be a war crime. Also, the the weird cathedral. He's had an Avengers moment. Mystery Incorporated. Is is that a fucking like Lovecraftian Cthulhu church? I think so. I mean, they went pretty HP in Mystery Inc., so it wouldn't surprise me. They have a history throughout the series. We're getting serious relay vibes from the architecture. I love the fucking Scooby-Doo uplifting pop song playing over this. <laughs> Shaking Scooby trying to run away. They, um, they shake off the fear toxin and they're just been killing people. <laughs> the whole time. Just so many dead bodies. Oh, it's like a lance. Oh, Shag, you're just killing folk. God. Oh, so much pumpkin murder. There's no pumpkin wrapping, it's just pumpkin murder. And Daphne's character arc is now complete. She has two shoes. <laughs> Fred, I hope you got something received, dude. Ah, uh, we're having a character moment. She's, she's admitting she's afraid to Failing fail. Failing science. Failure. I'm afraid of failure. I'm afraid of fear. Ah, well, Scarecrow's whole deal. He's still behind it. We knew it. She jumped in the giant pumpkin. She's getting her gun back. She's in the middle of the tremor. <laughs> Freddy the app. Oh, right. That thing that we introduced in the first minute of the movie. Ah, uh, the pumpkins were drones. It turns out it was uh, actually Mysterio the whole time. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. Yeah, we got Scooby-Doo too. My God. Yep. Uh, it was a robot. There were no monsters. This is a monster-free episode of Scooby-Doo. There is no supernatural, just really good technology. Which is more horrifying. Toxic waste was totally real, though. Everyone has cancer. We all could read that. It didn't say totally. Like, we could, we could just see that. That's not how that's spelled out. 
I'm going to start saying a totally frame as a, as a turn of phrase now. Like it's Batman Beyond <laughs> or Young Justice mode. I like how he actually made jack-o'-lanterns for all of his monsters, but he still put the drones inside of them. Because I'm pretty sure that would just fuck up the drones from being able to fly, but God, that's so much carving. That's a terrible plan. Yeah, no, Scarecrow, what are you doing? Scarecrow really just what kidnapped Batman has been doing this entire time. Jack shit. <laughs> Turns out he's, he's been in the middle of R.I.P. this entire time. He's been trying to dick himself out of his own grave. <laughs> <laughs> do we? OK, how much do we have left? We've got about 10 minutes. Still time. Who's betting on a Batman cameo? Now they, they get Diedrich Bader in for one line. What? The Scarecrow is framed? Bill Nye? Is Bill Nye the villain? It turns out Bill Nye's been the arc villain of all of Scooby-Doo. He was the author of all of our pain. Okay, so someone is mining the lithium out of this town. Bill Nye's the only one to know about it. If Bill Nye's the villain here, I'm going to lose my shit. Like, what a world. I don't know who else they've introduced at this point. <gasps> Is that fucking Lex Luthor? No. Oh, the sheriff. Fuck the cab. Fuck, it was the cops. I shouldn't be surprised. Fucking cops. Oh, Why the is the Scooby-Doo movie so Defund. relevant? Defund the police. Yeah, this is what happens. You give them money, they buy lasers and projectors, and they haunt pumpkins, and they spread toxic waste. They just want to mine your lithium and frack you. He's not a sheriff. Who is he? Cutler Toe? Oh, this feels like a little bit of a cheat. This guy was not properly introduced. <laughs> I agree. That's breaking the rules of Scooby-Doo. There's like a whole other movie that they're just like, they keep mentioning the trash monster. Like, what? No, that was a film we didn't see. No! Okay, we did We did get the picture of this guy, so I guess he was introduced, but it still feels like, come on. That's stretching it, but uh, they're trying to keep it inside the rules, but they are stretching it. Oh, I fucking ate that newspaper. Who gave him a laptop in prison? His image. That means Jonathan Crane also had a prison account where, oh god, there's just money coming out of his briefcase. Hold off his own beard. Also, I like that he just posed as a police officer for Crystal Crove, and I went, yeah, that makes sense. I was gonna say, I'm pretty sure they've had to deal with, like, the sheriff on multiple times. Am I gonna have to go back and rewatch all of Scooby-Doo to be like, this guy, this fucking guy, he's a fake. Yes. This changes everything. It might. This is it their might, uh, fucking endgame. It might actually make the whole thing different. Like, oh, the sheriff who's an asshole the whole time was more than an asshole. But, well, he was still an asshole, but he, he's like a double asshole. Why did he... S- okay, that's kind of amazing. You are not allowed to have real toxic waste. He spent a million dollars to put glow tanks in there. Why does this guy have so much money to waste on not making money? I guess mining lithium would probably get you cash, but in the United States, the regulations of that have to be pretty tight. 
That's why we just like force Chinese people to die in mines, taking apart our own cell phones to get all the stuff out of them. This is a stretch, but I'm just going to assume that Cutler Toe is a reference to Toe Cutter because this movie is obsessed with Mad Max. I would assume you're right. Yeah. I thought it was maybe Jay Cutler, but that makes less sense because they're probably not talking about the failed Chicago Bears quarterback. As a Packer fan, you always think. God, the madness. Bill Nye. Bill, 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 Bill murdered a man, I think. I have to say, uh, you don't see villain plots based around stealing lithium. Not a lot. I mean, it's big money. It's better than we're like, there's oil in those air hills. We have a Blues Brother accent. Guys, you guys can go back into town and speed all you want. There's no cop cars left. They're all crashed in the hills. There's something about shirtless Fred walking away with his skeleton pants. It's so beautiful. <laughs> I don't know what they're going to fill the last six minutes of this movie for. Are there that many credits? All hardcore sex. Mm. All the characters I'm like, we really enjoyed her pairing. Let's get it on. Fred, there's a goddamn road in lights. If you can't find your way in the middle of <laughs> And you live here, like I don't understand. That's, yeah. <laughs> you spend your career driving around cities finding ghosts. How do you not know how to find home? <laughs> I, I love that one close-up shot where Fred was an 80-year-old man. <laughs> that little girl's dead, isn't she? Uh, she didn't survive. Hey, it's the Flintstones and Spartacus and a fairy godmother. Those kids from the news. Whoa, man, there's a duck and a gypsy. I like that one dude who's Charlie Brown dancing. There was a Harley Quinn in the background I was enjoying. I'm still going back to your theory that they're dead, because this makes a lot more sense. <laughs> like the man holding the chicken wings, he, he looks, he, he's not real. Oh, body whore. I'm oh, still saying they're I'll all under the influence of that. fear toxin. Uh, don't lick the fountain, Scoob. And cheese after cookies don't make sense. I don't like that chicken wing man either. There's something dead about him. Yeah, there's... Uh, he was floating, too. Like, I don't... That man has to be designed after one of the animators. That has to be like an in-joke. They're immediately friends. Daphne, have you been trying to fuck Elvira this whole time? Maybe a wee bit. She's done this before. <laughs> <laughs> Secret plot reveal. Also, Scooby, where are you drinking that cheese? Jesus, Scoob, let it out. Spit it out. You're going to die. You're deep throwing the fucking cheese spread. The animators were having fun. Wow. <laughs> so, what? What is happening? What? What is happening? Elvira just took off her hair and it turns out to be a monkey she has named and she's giving it away. What is happening? <laughs> this what is a... the strangest ending ever. That is I such can't... a Billy and Mandy joke. <laughs> They're on fucking the fear toxin. This can't be the real ending. It's insane. 
We just had Elvira switch lives with the gang. She's just she's... sometimes foods. <laughs> Elvira's talking to the camera. The fourth worst Halloween night she's ever had. Bald. I don't Dressed know how to Daphne. take this. <laughs> Such a weird. This is so strange. I don't. This. What happened to the scarecrow? They never actually caught the scarecrow, right? He got a scarecrow, got all the money and left. Ah. Uh, this is ah, Elvira's a monster. <laughs> that was the end. Holy shit, that was the end. There's no double twist. Okay, so this was to, so the ending of this was pretty much like the executives would have stopped watching by now. <laughs> we can do as we, we can just do whatever we want. The last five minutes of this were really the first just... time Dwight Schultz has played the scarecrow. Really? I swear he's done it before. Huh. Well, now they're having like flash forward credit sequences, so it looks like they're redesigning the mystery machine. And now Fred's just cleaning dishes. Fred is an indentured servant for Bill and I now. He's pretty happy about it, though. I'm so confused. They like okay, they have to mention the scarecrow somewhere in here, right? Because they just had a supervillain get away. He he got away. He got all the lithium and got the fuck out of town. They're, no, it's a mining operation. They couldn't have got all the lithium. The villain's plan was flawed. You don't mine a thing for like two days and be like, we got it all. That's not, why, why would you do that? You wouldn't get anything. Can we just go back and just address Scooby drinking the cheese again? Because Oh, God, he was fucking going ham on that cheese. He was just guzzling it. Bill and I is not holding up a plate for Scooby to like, Bill, you know that's gross. Uh, wait, are they working at the diner? They're working at a diner. They have to pay off that new mystery machine. I'm That's so true. confused, but I love every minute of this. Mm-hmm. We've got welding. I don't, I don't know how to feel that we accidentally watched a good movie on Big Ass Pumpkin Day. Right? Yeah, it's confusing. Last year we just watched what, what the fuck was the, the name of that fucking Carver. piece of shit? Yeah, the Pumpkin Carver. Mike, what was the movie you had lined up before we mentioned Scooby Doo? Because you had like an '80s pumpkin Echo lantern. Hacko Lantern. That would have been pretty good. We probably should have watched that. Someone well, do something with that. It's always next year. Oh, God. The Mystery Machine's seats turn into giant robots. And what is Fred eating? <laughs> spit it out. <laughs> Fred, spit it out. Fred, don't eat it. Fred. No, Fred, they're bolts. They're not for human consumption. That was spit a them out. Cartoon Network joke right there. Why do I feel like that was a subtle fuck you to Shaggy and Scooby get a clue? <laughs> Oh, God, the Mr. Machine is alive. They just jump-started it. It lives! They've done this so many times. They've killed the Mr. Machine so many times. I mean, it's just a it's just a car, people. Don't tell that to Fred. No, it's it has a car. soul like the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, it's like Christine, but less evil. I think? Only slightly. What a film. I also love that the fucking Interpol warnings at the end are still, like, ripped off of VHS tape. Mm-hmm. They legally can't change those. 1977. Remember that? No? Well, this is what it looked like. Folks, what a thing we've just been through. It turns out Happy Halloween Scooby-Doo is one of the better Scooby-Doo movies. It's packed with cameos, references, honestly pretty clever jokes. Honestly, a delight. For under an hour and a half, well worth your money and time. Uh, I sound like a WB shill, but it's good stuff. I mean, send this send this to us for free. We love it. I, I Cody already all has a physical copy, but 
I keep buying Scooby-Doo. You're not going to beat me, WB. I'll own that shit before you release it. Madness. Anyways, folks, uh, thank you for joining us for another Big-Ass Pumpkin Day. I hope you're enjoying this. Honestly, any day you watch it is Big-Ass Pumpkin Day, but the official dates really are either uh, this year, October 14th, or October 10th. You're probably not listening 14th. to this to October 10th. Yeah, well, okay, it's either the 14th or the second Saturday. The second Saturday, it's like going up the 14th. Holidays. A lot of people don't like floating holidays. I understand. And this episode will be out after after the floating holiday. The 10th is too soon for me, man. I got shit to do. Uh, I'm going to go like disc golf while it's so nice out. I can't be celebrating pumpkins. So, so we all agree that it's the 14th. This year, maybe. I'm flexible. <sighs> Every goddamn year. We don't need. Listen, you can do build up to Big Ass Pumpkin Day. But the official Big Ass, the day you put out the Big Ass Pumpkin to rein in Big Ass Pumpkin Day, to do the chant, is the 14th. You, you can start the festivities before that. Well, it's your life. And as we said, time's an illusion. So Fuck really, you. it's all the 14th. Uh, before we leave, though, do you guys, just for old time's sake, want to sing the Big Ass Pumpkin song? Big ass, big ass pumpkin day. Big ass, big ass pumpkin day. Big ass, big ass pumpkin day. It's a big ass pumpkin day. Everybody, everybody. It's a big ass pumpkin day. It's really hard to clap to this. Big ass pumpkin day. Big ass pumpkin day. Big ass pumpkin day. That's a big ass pumpkin day. Pumpkin day. Vote this November, please, for the love of God. Vote this November. Vote by mail or use an early ballot if you can. But for the love of God. Please vote. Fuck you. Please vote. For the love of fucking God, have you seen the hell that's out there? Vote. Jesus Christ, if you don't vote for Biden, fuck you. Anyways, big ass, big ass pumpkin day. Hey, look, there's special features. They've got an episode of Be Cool, Scooby-Doo. Ah. What's new, Scooby-Doo, and a pup named Scooby-Doo. Ghost who's, coming to Ghost who's coming to dinner, guys. That's pretty good. Please fucking vote. Vote for the love of fucking God. Wear a mask. You get more out of life when you go out to a movie. Please remember to replace the speaker on the post when you leave the theater. Oh, I got spittle on my laptop. Oh, you have to throw it away now. This is Box Office Pulp Guy, and this has been a Pulp Podcast production. Now please, 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 put a gun in my mouth and pull the trigger and say goodnight. And now, on with the show.